Hello, friends and foes and pimps and hoes and zers and theys and straights and gays. Uh, you inceled cocks, tax evading thoughts, trees and plants, shirts and pants. Every single one of you make me happy dance. Little, little poetry for, little uh, off the cuff poetry there for you. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel, episode number nine. Um, I'm feeling pretty good today, uh, which hasn't been the case the last couple of weeks. Uh, something happened in my brain, and uh, I was struggling for a while. But um, like a phoenix out of the ashes, I'm feeling much better, um, and I too will probably one day end up in Arizona, um, that was stupid, not a, that's not a good joke, pretend like we didn't say that joke, uh, happy to be here guys, thanks for tuning in again, um, I know it's been a while since I've posted a podcast, and hopefully, um, I'm hoping to get a few recorded, and sort of just have like a savings account of podcasts that I'll be working on and putting out, uh, consistently for every couple weeks or so um uh, that way there's not long gaps like there has been um not a whole lot new going on with me for comedy um i do have a show coming up in fresno it's a lgbtq xyz uh show um that my friend um ellie rodriguez is going to put me up in she runs the show uh and that is going to be on December 16th, which is a day and time. Uh, December 16th at 8 p.m. Uh, and that comes along with a drag show following the comedy part of it. So if you're into that kind of stuff, come check it out. should be a lot of fun. Um, and then potentially I'm on another show in Tulare uh, on the 22nd, but it may conflict um, with some other stuff. I have going on with my family, so that one may not happen, but if it does, I'll let you guys know. Um, and that's it. That's it for me. Uh, not a whole lot going on. Uh, fresh haircut from a new uh, Asian lady that only charges me $11 and uh, does a way better job than the $30 place, so thank you to her um, uh, for making me handsome, and thanks to you guys for making me sound handsome doesn't make sense okay so my uh guest on this podcast is aiden demoli uh who is a videographer and photographer and brander branding or brander uh he will brand you uh in the sense that he will make you look cool and give you kind of a direction to take um any products that you might be trying to sell um uh, as far as like the visual presentation of it and sort of just the way you want it to look, uh, to people who are shopping for your product. Very nice guy. He's a United States Marine Corps veteran. Um, so thank him for his service. Um, uh, I, I always find that, um, the few people that I've met out of, uh, the Marine Corps or any military branch that sort of is doing creative things, um, since they've left the military 
seem to be awesome conversations. They've got a really good perspective of, um, I think, uh, like response, like coming from a, a, um, a place of extreme responsibility and, uh, and like how to handle it and how to apply it to real life. And, uh, Aiden seems to kind of have that going for him, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I've actually, I took away a lot away from this conversation and it was really fun. Uh, please check him out. Uh, Aiden Demoli on Instagram, or it might be Demoli Designs actually. Um, and that's spelled D-E-M-O-L-L-I Designs, um, or maybe under Aiden Demoli. But anyway, his website is uh, demolidesigns.com check that out he's actually got some really cool stuff on there um uh, he's works w- with a lot of uh veteran based brands and things like that but um you know there's a lot of other stuff on there too and he does everything and makes it look awesome uh so without further ado uh here is aiden Demoli. There's so much to learn. Just any, all this, all this stuff. Just, yeah. Insane. And I'm really dumb with it too. So it's like, <laughs> it's been like a cool. really slow journey, but, um, we're getting there though. How do you say your last name? Damoli? Damoli. Uh, Damoli. Damoli. Yeah. Not the, okay. the Damoli, Moli, Moli, Moli. Sorry. Yeah, just Damoli. I think it is Damoli, but I, I go with Damoli. Damoli. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like, uh, I like Damoli. It kind of sounds like, um, uh, you're talking about a person named Molly and and making yeah. her uh, uh, a thing. <laughs> I see Damali over there. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that funny. Like I said, we edit some stuff out, and I'm, we're rolling, by the way. Cool. I just um, you're a photographer, but you're you were also when we were talking the other night. You said you were getting into branding too, right? I am, uh, yeah, so you can't just be a photographer anymore. I feel like yeah. you have to be a marketer, branding, you have to, like, everything. Yeah. Um, a lot of it falls under, like, photography, though, huh? Like, because it's, like, image sort of Think about sort of aesthetics. Based. Yeah. So I, that's what I like to think of myself as, like, I'm in a, making your brand look amazing. Like, you know, like, your production level, this is, you would call this, like, this is raising the production level of, like, having all these mics and whatnot. Um, you know, because people are recording podcasts on their phone, but like, this is like higher production level. Right. Uh, and so that's kind of what I do is, you know, I just come to brands and, you know, for a discounted price, you know, I'm not as expensive as say some of these other bigger, uh, entities, but being able to bring their value, you know, and make them look that much like, you know, make them look like a million dollars instead of you right. know, on the iPhone, you know? But, yeah. And I guess you do like you, like you were saying, you do have to do that. Cause there's a, I mean, it's just like the, the podcast thing everybody is doing a podcast and you can do it just on your phone yeah and there's like anyone could be a photographer now the same thing you could do it with just your phone if you want to there right is, i mean because there's so there is iphoneographers on craigslist that right. you're like i'll shoot your wedding for 300 dollars with my iphone right right so, so yeah. yeah you kind of have to find a, a something that kind of sets you apart from other people yeah yeah and and i think too like uh, i think it's interesting your work has to be good. Like, I mean, there's no mm-hmm. hands down. It has to be good, but it doesn't have to be that good. Right. Your, I feel like your people skills, your personality has to be good because people are, people are buying you. They're buying yeah. your service. They're buying your skills, but at the same time, 
they're buying your experience yeah and that uh i think that's been kind of key to my business model too is yeah being a little charming so, little butterfly but. yeah <laughs> so you're good at selling yourself then <laughs> sounds dirty but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i mean that's kind of um i think the same thing goes with um trying to break into the comedy scene and stuff too you know it's like you can be really funny but if um the lo- local comedians that are producing the shows don't like you then yeah you know you're kind of out of luck so it's it's one of those things where like that first impression is everything yeah yeah um but uh yeah no yeah how how long have you been doing comedy uh i think around three to four years probably closer to four years i think what Um, what man not to ask you the questions but (laughs) what like made you uh yeah i i don't know i feel like i answer this question differently or a little bit differently every time but um (laughs) i've always like i've always been drawn to comedy so um like i like it, there became a point where I was listening to more stand-up comedy, especially when like Pandora and stuff came out, yeah. than I was music. Um, I never thought that I would actually do it, and then, but I don't know. There was a uh, there was just a time I was kind of like in a bad place, like psychologically and stuff, and just looking for something to sort of bring me out of a funk, I guess. Yeah. And then I just got like a wild hair one day and decided to try it and like one it was awesome like the first time i ever did it actually went really well and then it totally did just bring me out of this funk it was like a new hobby like a new passion for something is this like like going like stand up uh like open mic night type mm-hmm. deal yeah, yeah i just went i just went and did an open mic but um nice and it was here in san diego i was living in la but i i did it here in san diego at the till two bar i don't think they do an open mic there anymore but um yeah it was really awesome had a lot of friends come out and support and um yeah it's just been doing it ever since um i think uh, i was reading the other day the idea that like when you smile like you're talking about like getting out of a funk but like literally like the muscles that you create to like make a smile right the psychological like it literally you will if you fake a smile you will probably be happier yeah and so like i think uh you know like going to comedy shows like you leave there feeling so damn good and it's like people don't understand like you know it's like comedy shows should be like once a month once every like once every two weeks yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I try to I try to do at least once a month that's cool uh, so you do go to a lot yeah, of comedy shows yeah oh, so that's the, cool. the i think the mad madhouse is madhouse yeah they oh you like, were saying you got that uh the, the annual pass right yeah it's oh, like that's cool. the best deal uh, it's like groupon for 25 dollars, and then you just it's like a two yeah. item minimum and uh dude that's awesome that you do it there too because they um they do a lot of local comedians that are trying to like make it um they put up there so it's it's really cool that you're like supporting the local scene in that way you know there's some bad there's some bad jokes though yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah that's part of that's part of the process and and they're trying i mean i I don't know i think uh and comedy is really just um pretty subjective yeah it's subjective like there's stuff that's funny to some people and And it just goes over my header (laughs) yeah i don't know probably it's probably not that i mean it's probably pretty bad but there's someone out there that likes it yeah no i I think it's but but like just that that high like after the show you know especially like you you go to like an hour and a half show and then you watch the open mic and you like you leave that play everybody's smiling everybody's laughing so it's like yeah it's just like a good you ever do any work for comedians? I, They're usually all poor, so I, I yeah, know. I have. So uh, Stevie Stevie Emerson, um, I, I didn't do. <laughs> it was just for free, um, but uh, I, oh, I nice. shot one of their 
one of their events they do like sketch comedies and they had like oh, a cool. community little event um like imp- uh, improv type stuff or uh so they, they did, more sketch so stuff. they do he's like been getting into like these like short films uh short comedies oh uh, um, okay and so like him and his little production team they uh they put on like and, it, and it's cool like they've created this like community in uh, in los angeles that uh they had like a hundred people show up and and like a little they filled this like small theater and that's cool yeah, yeah. so like we we took shots of uh, i think they had like seven comedians do like their little five minute spit and then uh and then he uh he did his bit and then uh they, they showed the film but, oh that's uh, rad but uh okay, but yeah cool. that i mean wanted to work with trevor wallace but yeah. um but yeah he's he's blown up and uh i don't know i, I feel like comedians are are good people to be around because like i feel like all of us you know we we all think we all think and like comedians are in that place where it's like all right i can't offend you because you know yeah yeah um but we're all thinking it you know and mm-hmm. it's like it's uh when you are able to like just hey step out of that taboo and like all right we can yeah we can say we can say some dark shit and you know it's, yeah. it's okay <laughs> i'm hoping <laughs> it stays that way it kind of yeah. felt like um pc culture is coming after comedy for a while but i think that it's kind of fended it all off so i think that he's still tosh tosh and uh yeah yeah exactly how long have you been um doing uh photography and videography too it sounds like right so yeah, yeah this uh past november november 3rd last year uh was like my i'm a professional photographer oh really um but no you've been doing it like as a hobby though right before that or did you just decide to do it then so because your stuff's really good i would imagine you've been doing it for a long kind of cool story um it all kind of stemmed from a breakup which is i think funny um dude that's so funny like i have this theory (laughs) sorry to interrupt you i have this theory about at least comedians but i kind of feel like people who get into like artistic type type things Mm -hmm. i feel like the (laughs) when they commit to it and actually really start doing it it's always in like like a depression or like a like when you're in kind of a bad place so i I wouldn't say depression i I would say not always yeah not 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 always but like the idea that like you you lose that weight and not not saying that she was dead weight but like you i see what you're saying you have that you you finally have that you know I can be selfish again. Yeah, you, you, know? had, you had a little bit of elbow room. And, yeah, and, yeah, and there's no, you know, I'm not taking care of anybody, or yeah. not that she needed, but like the idea that like, you know, all right, it's just you. We can do right. whatever we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So it was uh, I uh, I got into photography with my my first dog. Um. He's a little dash hound, and that that's kind of my my background was uh, I was going to school for marketing, and uh, I was taking like these marketing concepts that I was reading about and. I like put it into this dog account and I grew this, uh, this dash hound, uh, dog account, St. The Doxy to like 8,000 followers. Wow. And, okay. uh, and that was like, I was like, Oh dude, I'm going to like create like a dash hound clothing brand. Cause what do we do? We, everyone has a clothing brand and a podcast. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I had all these ideas. I I'd, I'd been taking photos of him, um, got my first camera, uh, while I was deployed, uh, in the Marines. So, uh, background, oh prior, yeah yeah prior marine corps yeah i'm really bad at this no, so you're I just, good. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah got my camera came back got out of the marine corps and was just uh learning photography with with that dog um, oh, okay. he was kind of like my little model subject that's cool and then uh and then the relationship imploded uh i was not in a place i was working too much to take him she took him and that's fine uh but like two and a half weeks after that relationship like officially ended uh i was at work i, I was working as a contractor uh, for the Marines. 
and I, uh, I reached out to this Instagram celebrity. Uh, he's like a military Instagram personality, uh, named tank machine. And he had, I've he, heard of tank machine. Yeah. He yeah, had like, okay. uh, so he was like the Instagram, like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of black rifle coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like their pitch man. Like he would do these like really funny, like hysterical videos. That's and stuff. awesome. He's not the, the owner, right? No, that's uh, Matt Best and that's Evan right. That's, that's who but it is. Their uh, content. They're putting out some funny, funny yeah, content. Yeah. They, I, I noticed they had a movie, I think, somewhere like on Amazon or something. Range, Range 15. Yeah. We, Maybe it was it like a zombie movie? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't very good. Yeah. But, I started to watch it and I stopped. <laughs> yeah. No. But I was just, I thought it was cool that it was him doing it though. Yeah. They're, uh, but I've yeah I've heard of a uh, you said tank machine tank was the machine name, right yeah. yeah that's like so so he yeah. was in San Diego he had this like cool picture of him on Sunset Cliffs his like arms are open and and I was like oh dude tank machines in town and uh, and I so I met just just stupid I like messaged him that night uh, I was at work and I was like if you ever need a marine photographer let me know and uh, and I had I had I didn't have an expensive camera I had like an amateur I had an eighty D which is not a bad camera but it's not like a pro pro camera. Um, I had, so Sydney, who's been on your podcast before, she had given me a couple jobs that I had done that she like not pawned off, but like, uh, she was busy and Hey, can you do this job for me? And just kind of gave me an opportunity like, Oh dude, I can, I can do this. Nice. Um, I shot a, a hairstylist group out of, uh, ocean beach, uh, the electric chair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, okay. Good. Uh, good people over there. Yeah. Um, but that was like, that was like the first, that was say maybe like a pro professional shoot for like a business. Uh, and then, uh, so then I had those pictures, I'd, I'd come back from Hawaii. So I had all these like, kind of like dope Hawaii pictures and, and I reached out to tank and I, I was like, you ever need a Marine photographer? Let me know. 20 minutes later, he responded saying, can you shoot me at the Marine Corps ball tomorrow night? <laughs> and I'm like sitting there, all my buddies are on the other side and they're like, uh, bro, fucking tank machine. And then he sends me like four videos, pretty much like explaining like, Hey, how much are you going to charge? What? uh you know hey can you do this blah 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 blah. love that you're a marine love your content and uh and i was like oh shit dude <laughs> this, that's this rad is, this is real life uh yeah. and so that that night i kind of like looked over finances and kind of made a decision like i am gonna either rent a camera tomorrow or buy one i, I had plans on starting my business later that year so january 1st i want to like kick off my kind of like business as as it's as as, uh, as my own thing but i was like dude i have this opportunity right now this could be this could be it yeah so i took out a I, I, making decent money as a contractor um but i, I took out a loan that following morning for five thousand dollars and i went and bought like canon 5d mark 4 flash um i got like full-on everything i needed to like just kill the night and uh I charged the batteries like two, three hours before the show. I like watched a couple of YouTube tutorials on like how to run flash better. <laughs> and, uh, I met him, I met him at four. Did you like try the camera out at all before you? Uh, so I had shot Sydney's five D Mark three. I had the 80, oh, I had the okay. ADD. The ADD was very similar. Okay. Um, so, so it's not, I mean, it's so not like a brand a, new. Okay. Um, I mean, same interface, same menus, the, the ADD had, um, okay. but, uh, but it was just like so you weren't going in like completely yeah blind. no no, okay, no. but uh yeah fake it till you make it was like my my mantra <laughs> so, Dude, that's awesome um but yeah so I, I i went i went into it uh met him we we hit it off and uh yeah i i killed killed his show i went home that night i stayed up all night editing his photos and i delivered them the next morning and he asked me like, how much do you want paid? And I was like, I don't want any money. Just, you know, uh, the opportunity of meeting you. And, you know, if you want to rub my back later on, 
you know, uh, pay it forward. And he was like, brother, I got you. And, uh, and so very shortly after he's just put me in contact with all these veteran brands, um, that I work with now. So like overnight, you know, he, he hit me up on, he posted me on his social media, uh, that grew with the following a little bit. And then, uh, and then, uh, within like three weeks, he had put me in contact with, um, Patriot Alliance, which is a military law enforcement clothing brand. Okay. Um, and so I did like a trial shoot for them and then they like, they love my stuff. And then, uh, and then after that we went to Vegas, uh, for this, uh, for magic show, uh, it's called magic. Um, but so, yeah, so, I mean, just here, time frame is November, uh, meeting him month later. I, I do the shoot for Patriot Alliance, uh, December 25th. I take over, Patriot Alliance's social media and I start running their imagery and, and I'm hired by them. So I'm running a contractor and, and running their social. Uh, and then, uh, and then I met, uh, Virtus Outdoors, which is a brand, a high adventure, like, uh, veteran brand. Uh, they do clothing. And then I met a bunch of other brands at shot show. And then, and then it's just like, I'm kind of like in this veteran space of all these like, uh, military slash veteran slash, uh, yeah, I would just better brand. It was like literally overnight. Well, yeah, within kind of a deal. Uh, within yeah two two three months. Um, wow. But uh, and then now, uh, so I, I still I still work for PA um, and, and I run their their social. But the uh, I I have been um, doing their stuff remotely and now I'm full time freelancing. And, wow. uh, and so I still still work with the, with uh, a lot of these brands. Uh, I work with a couple of marketing companies down in San Diego, and uh, and it's just. Uh, and doing full-time anything, you know, uh, running your own business. I mean, it is a constant hustle. It's like, all right, how do I find the next job? How do I, you know, yeah. um, it's but, probably uh, part of the fun though, huh? It is, uh, it is, it is cool. I think, uh, I think it's, it's one of those things where, you know, not having a, you still have a boss, your client is the boss. Um, but at the same time, like you don't have a schedule, you know, yeah. I, I don't have a, a nine to five. I can, I can stay up till two and wake up at 11, you know, yeah, not that yeah. that happens that often, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, it is, uh, that the, the freedom to kind of yeah. do that with your life. is probably nice. It's, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, I would like, I would say like, it's romantic. Um, but like it, it is to a, to a degree that like this is a freedom is, is pretty, pretty cool and yeah there's not very many people that have that and make a living yeah you know and so this usually one or the other most comics i know that are it's like a they're only doing comedy and trying to make it or they're almost not making a living you know what i mean like i feel like i feel like too like a lot of these like you you have to start as a side hustle and i i didn't i didn't quit the contracting job until april of this year so I, i i was doubling I was doing photography. Oh, that's and, pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I, so I, I was doing uh, photography and the contracting until April. PA hired me full time. Um. So that was like my opportunity to like, all right, I can be like a full time creative. Yeah. You know, I, I took a little bit of pay cut, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh, and I uh, I moved up to Orange County to work with them, and then that kind of put me like in between San Diego and LA. So I was getting like a lot of work on the side from those areas, and then uh, and then now uh, as of like three months ago um pa i'm like now remote so i don't work i i run their social but i'm not full-time with them and then uh but yeah it's just allowed me to like really kind of grow my clientele my yeah you know the skills and 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 just kind of really branch off on on my own yeah so, you've got a lot of mo- momentum going for you it sounds like yeah yeah and i think uh i mean you were kind of talking about that earlier too like to, ways to 
ways to like build momentum. So like my, yeah, just keep it going. The, uh, so my business model, um, and for any like creative utilizing social media is, uh, create, you create your own momentum. You create your own opportunities. Like Mm -hmm. if it's one of those things too, it's like, if people don't see you, like we have so much shit going on that it's like, you know, it's It's very distracting. It's, it's, it's distracting in, in the idea that it's like, I don't have time to check up on you unless you show yourself. And like, we are addicted to Instagram. Um, all of us are, I'm, I'm like, I want to throw my phone away, but like the job is social media. Yeah. 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 um, I've, I've been struggling with that, with that myself is like, I just don't want to be on it anymore. It's, it's, but but it's, 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 you have to like, uh, and so how do you, how do you balance that? And like, yeah, I just like, I hate the fact that like, there's times that I'm like picking my phone up and looking at it without like it registering in my brain that I'm doing it, you know? No, like, this is what am a, I doing? Yeah. This is like cigarettes, but yeah. Worse. Yeah. 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 But um, don't, uh, isn't there a, th- a thing saying that is like more addicting than cigarettes? 100%. Actually. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's what you just said. It's like cigarettes. But I, worse, I'd but, be, yeah. I'd be curious. Cause they say like, uh, like but, quitting. But it's like, like cigarettes that you can ha- give kids. You know, yeah. like kids, like kids are on these like electronic, take, like take a load of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not good. I, I feel like here in the next like five years, you're going to see like the major repercussions of like this entire generation of kids that are like addicted to this. Yeah. And you, you go to like a school, you go to like, and see these kids, they're like, I, I'm sucked into my phone, but these kids are like sucked into their phone. And it's right. Like, we, right. They we, don't we put least, it down. We at yeah. least like, you know, didn't always have it. Um, yeah. whereas these kids are like it is like a yeah. part of them and it's how, a part, how it's old a part, are you uh 26 26 okay yeah. but I'm a little uh, older than than you but yeah you're still in that yeah. like you were probably like 10 years old like without a phone yeah well yeah. i i lived uh i lived in virginia my parents are from the stone age um, oh okay love, so love yeah dad, but uh yeah like we we you come from like a pretty conservative uh, yeah. family yeah the uh well i mean just I find te- that like te- most conservative millennials like <laughs> yeah. or not conservative millennials but <laughs> millennials that come from a conservative family like seem to be a little bit more grounded and like not quite as addicted to things as <laughs> everything yeah. um the uh I, I think it's funny though it's like uh like I, I didn't have technology. Like I was, uh, I, I don't think I got a Facebook until I was like sixteen, seventeen. I, my, oh, that's my, pretty good. Yeah, you're yeah. twenty six. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because I think I had a Facebook. Well, I didn't. I, I was, actually, I probably got a Facebook around the same time as you, but I'm like, you know, seven years older. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, like for me, like yeah. I, I never, never big into the whole MySpace, um, and, and my, my parents had dial up until like until i moved out like i joined the marine corps uh wow okay uh, at 20 but like i moved out of my parents house at like 18 and like when i was 19 they like oh we're, we, we got we got satellite internet <laughs> i was like all right it's still dog shit slow but uh that's cool um but like you think about like the the internet is is what connects us and it's like yeah. well, i didn't have access to that so <laughs> yeah so dial up was uh you know you look up uh, look up dirty images and you only get like a little Dude, that's what it is, right? Like a portion of the image has its loading. Yeah, dude, I used to print picture. Like I had printed (laughs) pictures of Anna Nicole Smith. I remember. (laughs) R.I.P. Yeah, (laughs) I thought she was hot shit though. (laughs) Dating the, (laughs) she was married to that like ninety year old. Like it was just you know it was the perfect stereotype of like gold digging, but it's fine. No shame shame in the game. That's cool. So you joined the Marine Corps at twenty. Yeah, so okay. I uh, 
I, I've had like uh, I'm 26, but I've had like a cool little run. Um, got out of high school. I had uh, I'd got a job at uh, there's an inn in the town I lived in, a little inn, little Washington. It's like a five star uh, hotel and restaurant. Like really cool place to work. Um, I worked as a dishwasher in high school, so I had like uh, oh, the high schools they had like a work release. So it's like if you had all your credits done, you could like leave. Like okay. I only had to go to school for two credits my final semester. And, uh, okay, so how old were you when that happened? Uh, I was like 17, turning 18. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so I was like, all my credits were done, so it was like, I was taking like these bullshit classes, and, and it was like, uh, yeah, so I, I would only come in, I would come in from noon to three for those two classes, and so I could like sleep in all day, and then I, so I was working. Oh, that's a pretty sweet I, It was gig. like a good gig. Yeah, yeah I was like a... Uh, 17-year-old, yeah. It was like pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was working... I was working at this inn as a dishwasher and, uh, and it's like five star, five star restaurants, like a whole nother game. So we're talking like, you know, $180 tasting menus, like big, uh, like these plates are, you know, it's like everything is, is luxury. It's like a French American. So there's like, everything's just butter deliciousness. Um, like you would, yeah, you're just like, it is heaven food, yeah. food, food, heaven, uh, just beautiful kitchen. All the, all the chefs there were uh, amazing people. small towns. So they actually cared about what they were doing. Well, I'm not well, to say that big towns don't, well, but well, that, just like... that, and I think, uh, I think what was cool about it was there were people that lived like outside of the city, but like, because like, I'm just to explain where for Rappahannock County is the County. There's about 7,000 people. Uh, and then it's like 30 minutes to anywhere, 45 minutes to like the city. Uh, like you couldn't go to like a Best Buy or any like, oh, you know, wow. like Chipotle, like nothing okay. uh, for like 30, 40 minute drive. Um, but uh, so we would all be like in the town and the town had maybe like a couple coffee shops and, uh, you know, and then they had like a diner and then the inn. And so we all lived. Um, I was living. So I was living at home this at the time. Super relaxing, by the way. Just like but, sounds awesome. Like, an, uh, like just the way like. I don't know. I love San Diego and stuff, but it's just, it's grown so much and it's gotten so busy that what you're describing just sounds like, yeah, just really I, uh, relaxing and nice. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's the town of little Washington. Um, and, and it was like all the chefs for, for the majority of the chefs, they all lived in this town. So we were all would walk to work. Um, and so I would, uh, but like right before, so dishwasher, I was working as dishwasher school, got out of like, uh, finished school, uh, I had plans on joining the Marine Corps, but I wasn't, I, I hadn't done it yet. I needed to, I was, a, I was a little chunky and I had to like lose some weight. Uh, and I, I was working there, which probably wasn't helping the weight cause the food was so good. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. And then, uh, so one of the cooks quit slash fired and I had asked, he was, he was one of the like prep cooks and I, I taken culinary in high school and I, I really enjoyed it. And I asked one of the chefs, I was like, Hey, before you go and hire somebody new, can you, can you let me, you know, try out for the position? I've been, I've been, uh, at that time I was living with, uh, three of the chefs in one of the apartments. So we had like this cool little, uh, like townhouse apartment, um, like right across the street from the, from the kitchen. So I was, you know, we were cooking at night. They were showing me trips, uh, tricks and tips. And was this at 17? I, I was 18 at the time. 18. Okay. So but, you moved, moved away from home, yeah. like basically right, right out, out of high at, school. Right out okay. of high school. I'll actually right. have a funny story about the move out, but, uh. But yeah, so so work. They were they were like, yeah, we, we like you. It it would be easier to transition you into a um, into a prep cook, and and so prep cook was you know you'd be the morning chef, so you would take. I would I would be assisting everybody in 
prepping for the dinner service. So okay. it would be like, uh, you know, we, we would make like, uh, there's no video here, but like, uh, if you look up in a little Washington, they, they have like the plates have these, uh, one of the plates was, uh, I forget, the, I forget the dish, but we, we made these carrots. So you'd, ha- you would take a carrot that was like six inches and then you would whittle it down to this like inch little like baby carrot that just looked perfect. Like, Oh my God, this is like the most beautiful, perfect little carrot you've ever seen. <laughs> um, and I would, I would spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes whittling down these carrots for, you know, Hey, we need 25 to make seven plates. Cause that's how many, uh, orders we like, they already knew from like the amount of guests coming, like, Hey, we have this many guests. We're going to need 20, 20 carrots. <laughs> to see. So everything was very, very meticulous. Um, uh, but so that was my, I was the, I was the, the carrot. Cook. So that was, that was one of the things, you know, you would be like, you would be chopping onions and garlic. You would be doing like a juice service for the breakfast mm-hmm. morning. Um, you would be, uh, one of the, one of my positions was like making staff meal. So I would like cook, I would cook all the food for like the hundred people working at the end, which was cool. And then, uh, I made some good ones, but I, I made some bad ones too. <laughs> <laughs> people were like, yeah, this one's the shit. You're 18, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I was, I was having fun. Yeah. Um, but I think what was so cool about that whole community was the idea that like, you know, there's nothing, there's nowhere else to go. So after we got off work, we'd get off work. Um, when I was working as a dishwasher that primarily, cause once I was the morning service, that was, uh, I was working mornings. Um, but once I, when we were, when I was a dishwasher, everyone would get off at two and where would they go? They would go to our house and then the party would start at our house and it would be like, and we just drank our asses off. Um, but I mean, that was like, that was the bar was like our place. And like, people would always be like coming through. Um, but, uh, it was, it was a good time. I think, I think that was like one of the big, like, moments for me where i was like i was 18 but like i was with you know all my peers were 25 26 27 30 uh, uh okay you know and they were and they were working you know yeah you were away jobs. from home and you were working full-time and yeah so, so yeah was, i mean I you making, kind of yeah making good money too if i was like an 18 yeah. year old um sounds, sounds like you have a pretty good head on your sol- shoulders then you know from was, a young age yeah it that's was, always impressive to me because i didn't i feel like i didn't really start getting it together till about 25 like i felt i feel like i was a kid <laughs> till 25 and then that's when i started being like oh i gotta start gotta step up. figuring shit out <laughs> that was yeah that was my and i feel like too like part of the i wasn't big on the whole social media thing and like yeah. i i would say i'm an old soul like i am 100 yeah. um, percent. i think i think the whole social media thing because they you know they talk about millennials as like being grown um what do they say like grown children yeah. i think is like how they describe them right yeah and i think it's a good way like i feel like i'm actually sort of in between like being sort of like you and the actual like grown children <laughs> like i'm somewhere in between that yeah i'm definitely like uh definitely messed up a lot and didn't didn't get have my shit together for a long time but um i think social media is is the big like big culprit though you know there's a there's a lot of us that really you know 30 years old and i mean like there's there's a lot of people that are 30 and still living with their parents you know and there's a lot of blame like you know uh going toward like political blame and like uh the previous generations Mm -hmm. people like blame that but i i think it's just like we people had a lot of distraction and never really grew up I, yeah so I, I think you know i mean it, it's something I, I deal with like i'm i'm like the worst uh at procrastinating which uh yeah 
but I, but it's like it's a it's a breath uh breath of fresh air to see somebody like i have a like, i have a comedian friend that's all he's 25 and um he's like way ahead of life than i ever like than i am and you know i'm like eight yeah. years older than him and it's always just like nice to see that like that and, and he comes from he's from can a kansas farm <laughs> that's kind of why what i was getting at like earlier yeah. when i said like uh you know he, he comes from kind of a conservative family and i think it's like the lack of internet and like being in a small town and stuff i think it it something about it makes you what uh, grow a good head on your shoulders what, what would you say like your peers were when you were growing up though like were, was it around well the same i mean age or? uh no yeah they were all around the same age and we were just all um I mean, I uh, from the from the time I turned twenty one, got a credit card and was able to drink legally. <laughs> I was just on a booze binge till about twenty five, twenty six, and even yep. then, I still drank a lot. But yep. um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I um I come from a pretty conservative town, but I'm I would say that like I had a lot of privilege in my life. Like, yeah, not that my parents were rich, but I had. Yeah, yeah, anything I wanted. You like to, they, you I had free reign to do what I wanted, and yeah, and and they provided anything I wanted. Like it wasn't. Which, I don't know. Would I mean? Would you say that? Like, would that that hurt you in the long run? Or? Yeah, I think a little bit. And yeah. and like, I, it's not a knock on my parents because they yeah. came from. They struggled a lot as yeah. kids, like really bad. And um, I think their whole goal was to provide a life for their kids that was but it's like where where's the moderation you know yeah where's the medium Um, yeah yeah it's but you know like that that's the thing that was you know it's not like they knew or you know like my parents are like some of the best people i know no for sure uh i think it definitely affected me and and like now that i you know i would like put myself into like massive debt credit card debt student loan debt because yeah. I was used to like just if I wanted something I could I just could, I could have it get it you know and like now <laughs> you know it took it took until like now to be like oh shit like yeah I kind of fucked up there where when I see when I talk to people that come from back background like you um, it seems like uh, finances especially just I don't know it, people seem to be a lot more level headed to I mean to like I I feel like. Uh... I, I mean, my, my finances are, are okay. They're not where I want them to be, but, I mean, no one's is. Um, yeah, you're not struggling, but you probably, what you have, you probably yep. spend wisely. Yeah. I spent a lot of money on camera gear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, but it's, <laughs> but, but, I, yeah, I, I guess, think, but I that's what you're trying to do for a living, yeah, though. So, yeah, yeah. so you know, it's, it's an in investment, your, in, yeah. In your business. Um, you're I, not I, investing it in, like, Coors Light, yeah. you know, yeah. So, so I think, I think one of the, one of the biggest things for me, um, I like my parents never had a lot of money. Like my dad was, a, uh, you know, um, mom, mom stay at home with the kids and, and he kind of did, you know, he was just working a shit ton. Mm-hmm. And so I always like was, I, I didn't really work for money. Like I, I worked that last year, uh, when I was like 17, like an actual job. Um, and then, uh, I, yeah, finances weren't good at 17. I think my first purchase, uh, was an Xbox and a TV on my first paycheck. <laughs> and then the second At purchase. 17, that's a great purchase. And then the second, <laughs> the second purchase was like an iPhone. And then the third purchase was like, uh, I had gone into like PC gaming for like a little bit and I bought like 
the like souped up computer. So well, I was I like, would, it was like three say... paychecks just out the gate where it's like, just. <laughs> well, I mean, but they were great. It was a great. It was a... I, I understand what you're saying, but just the, the fact that you remember what your first three major purchases were yeah. after like having a job <laughs> yeah. means that you actually like, you're pretty financially uh, aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah for me, I couldn't tell you. Like, <laughs> no. I like from the first time I had a job, I have no idea what my purchases yeah. were. Yeah. So. And, then, and then the first, <laughs> the first tax refund, then I bought, I bought like a 50 inch TV and that shit was like, yeah. Yo, I made it. <laughs> They had 50-inch TVs? Uh, I think it was like a 40. For, it might have been 42-inch, but it was like that Sony. That's pretty big. It was like Man. Sony. No, it was, it was like, uh, I'm, I'm somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I got a big TV. Dude, that's crazy. Or, it's think, crazy how, like, You think now, like, you, think how... now you, can get a, you can get a 50-inch for 200 bucks. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I sold, I sold I my 50-inch for like 150. So. In my room, I think I have like a 40-something-inch that was like... You, you know, like, it's a smart TV. It was like two hundred and something bucks. You have like a yeah. movie theater in your room, which right. you know what I mean. And that's yeah. like that literally like. Uh, and so, uh, actually, another point, but like, I feel like one thing for me and like I've, most people, um, coming from wealth can be hard, like to appreciate things. Um, but I, I think for me, like every every job I've had, every step I've taken in life has been like a slow level up. Whether that's been like a fast level up or not um you know there's always been that like all right so hey i had a pickup truck that was like an 86 pickup truck that was like my dad gave me cool this was i have a car this is amazing you know and then uh and then uh, i I was given a a toyota camry it was like a 90 98 toyota camry oh great i think my mom had a 98 camry and that was like one of the best it's a good car yeah it was so good uh so i i I had that um First car I ever took out and then got drunk and had to... Well, it was the first time I'd ever gotten <laughs> drunk. And uh, I had to have someone drive me home. Yeah. And uh, sorry, I totally interrupted no, your story. You but uh, So uh, it was... Yeah, so I drove this car out and um, I don't know if... It doesn't really matter, I guess. Uh, my stepbrother's biological dad gave us a 12-pack of Coors Light that night. And we were like six or something yeah and uh and then we went out to this party and got super drunk and then i had to have um uh someone my good friend drive me home but the party was out in like the boonies and so it was basically at like a farm or like a you know like a house that was in the country and uh it had rained so in the morning like the walls of my mom's car were like covered in mud yeah. And I think it was because, like, we were so drunk, we were, like, using our feet to, like, <laughs> you know, like, on the doors and stuff to, like, get in the car. And then, like, the floorboard was all covered in mud and stuff. But uh, that was in the 98 Camry. And I remember that was, like, the best car. It was a four-cylinder. It was faster than, like, <laughs> most other, like, yeah. suburban-style cars or, like, family-style cars. Mm. And I don't know. It was a... Uh, yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. but I feel like... Uh... That was, it was that story was worthless to this conversation. No, no, it wasn't. No, it, wasn't. Um, it was that was like one of my first. That was like the first. Like, dude, this is a nice car. Yeah. Um, granted, I was like 2010 at the time, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. still a nice yeah, car. It was, like, it was a nice car. Yeah, Toyota um, makes good product. I, I've always uh, every car I've had, uh, except for this last one, I've put in like a 400 dollars radio from Best Buy. <laughs> like every car, I was nice, just like nice just automatically like, get the sound system um but i had like a, a souped up little uh speaker system and uh radio in there and 
but yeah, just the idea that like every every step though, it was like, all right, so then I left from the Marine Corps, I sold that, and then like boom, Marine Corps opened me up to like a new yeah. income level, and now I can like do this. And then uh, I was an idiot, and I got married in the Marine Corps, and then I'm like, oh, oh wow. you you got married? Hey, uh, how old were you when you got married? Uh, I think I was like 23. Okay. Um, yeah, stupid, stupid idea. Don't don't get married in the military, or do get married in the military. Um, I made a lot of money in like a short period of time for getting married. Oh, really? In the military? Yeah. There's like incentives in getting married. Or? Yeah, it's like a super shitty thing. Um, the military, like if you get married, you automatically get like an extra. Like in San Diego, the BH is like a housing allowance. It's like 2,600 bucks. So you're if a month get, if you get married you not only get an extra twenty six hundred dollars you get out of the barracks and you can go you know twenty six hundred dollars a month can get you a really nice place really nice place wow. really nice place and that's on top, to, and that's on top of your paycheck so you're do you, so you still have to go towards no uh, no it's just paid to you directly you so, could, you, so, so you so you could you, you could, could theoretically like you could marry you could marry some bim you know out in kansas that you've never seen and then get that bh and then like rent a room for like three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars and and pocket for four grand just uh out of curiosity which is happening you, all the time okay <laughs> i was just gonna ask you that so like so do people like send people like hey if you marry me i'll send you like 400 bucks a month yeah there's like contract marriages no way yeah, it's even it's even funnier too is like there's dudes that are just like fuck it we're just gonna marry each other and uh, <laughs> oh now now that they allow it <laughs> so so they'll do they'll do a quick slap in the slap in the ass in front of the the higher ups but uh it's like whatever <laughs> and then and then they'll be they'll they'll have like a super sweet like hookup downtown dude let me but do between, the math real quick between so two between two like uh, it, it's 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 six figures it's about if, uh, three thirty thousand if if for for a couple like two military couples oh because they each get 2600 they're, they're each getting it's like full and partial but like together they're making close to six figures wow yeah it's insane crazy. yeah the military is so backwards like yes i mean it's good for the, the families that are like hey we're actually getting married and i have responsibilities now with this other yeah, person but like i do i do need that money but like oh yeah. Fuck, yeah um yeah. but that, that wasn't your that your, wasn't my i i did I, I, you uh, legitimately i like this girl um yeah, yeah i was uh dude geez. that opens my eyes to like some shit i had no idea <laughs> yeah. about wow that's yeah, crazy married okay. uh <laughs> married dudes are shit in the military. <laughs> well that explains why so many uh <clears throat> military get why, married why because get married. i i have a lot of like yeah not a lot but i have a pretty good amount of um yeah. military friends that have gotten married and then divorced yeah um, i was i was married for uh five and a half months yeah <laughs> so i didn't tell oh really oh yeah it was great um oh, wow. i didn't i didn't tell my parents so so the idea like when i did they know now yeah they, they <laughs> I, I told them when i got divorced uh, uh. <laughs> she, mom, mom was not mom was not happy about that dude um that's a great story i mean it's uh, a terrible story but it, it's a great it's it, a funny it, story it worked out um yeah. yeah so so i met this uh I met this girl at the inn. Um, she was cool, um, but uh, but yeah. And then so I I'd, I was in the military for two years. I had just gotten back from Japan, and uh, I think her her uncle was a was a stewardess uh, or steward, and so he would fly for free. So she was flying out to flying out to San Diego like almost every weekend. I was like, yeah, why don't we just get married, and then you can like come out here and we'll make this work. And uh, uh, typical twenty-three-year-old move. There. Yeah, I was yeah. like, and I, oh, we can make a lot more money, and we can live like super comfortably out here. Yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> didn't work out. Uh, yeah. So we were. I mean, and the, the the problem with the Marine Corps is you're constantly 
constantly deploying you're constantly you know if you're not deploying you're working up to a deployment so i was uh i was aviation ordinance so we would like uh we uh, it was f-18 uh ordinance so we would uh uh with like a, a fighter pilot the f-18 uh, mm-hmm. fighter plane um but so my job was ordinance so we were loading bombs testing bombs loading racks configuring aircraft and we were you know deploying yearly so it was like year year on year off and uh, and then like it, the the time that we weren't deployed you were working up towards that deployment so we would be doing like hey we're going to do an operation in key west we're going to train for like a month in key west we're going to train in a month in idaho we're going to train a month uh in in tyndall florida so it was like all these different spots that we would be like and this was like a month and a half at a time and like and then the work up to the debt like leaving was like yeah. stressful Dude, so you're, it doesn't it doesn't matter like so you're just always I would, away i would say like your relationship doesn't matter if it would have worked out or wouldn't have worked out with a schedule like that i feel yeah. like it just like it's, it's, was it's doomed hard. anyway right i mean it's hard i i think um i think there's a special uh people that can survive that long distance relationships yeah, are, are very yeah. special people, but not everybody can. Like, I, I would like to say that I could, but I, 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 I've, I, I had issues, you know what I mean? Like everybody has, yeah. has issues. Um, but it, it's hard. Dude, it's I dated hard. a girl that when I was living in San Diego, she lived in long beach. That's like a three, three hour drive with traffic hour and a half without. Yeah. No, you're not. Gonna, and it you're didn't, not gonna, didn't yeah. work. <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Grant, I mean, depending if she's she's awesome or not you know but like it is like this it's is a, just, this is a, this is a fucking commitment fuck uh, <laughs> yeah know? yeah and there's like there's a there's parts of it right like they say they're like um being in a relationship is sort of like um why well, I, I read this thing i don't i don't even know what to believe anymore when like when i read things but um i read this thing that compared being in a relationship to gre- like you know the grieving like yeah, what is yeah, it seven the steps, seven steps of, like okay so and it was like uh and, and it it made sense like it was like the first like three steps are all like awesome like you're in love and infatuation <laughs> and yeah. the sex is great or yeah. whatever and then all this stuff and then there's like this like long period of like you hate each other mm-hmm. and this is like they're talking about relationships where you're actually like living together yeah and if you can get through that like hating each other period then you like get to this period of like bliss where yeah. you're kind of just like not friends necessarily, but like I see it with a like my dad and my stepmom, like they're definitely just companions and like yeah. they've been together long enough to where I'm like, oh, they're doesn't matter what happened, they're happens, they're just gonna be together. But like uh it may it, it makes sense i'm describing it so poorly but it it makes sense to me like the the steps that i read but like if you're in afghanistan and she's here like how are you going to get through those terrible periods you know like just doesn't uh i mean you're you're talking on the phone you know but like uh yeah it's one of those things like infidelity is real you know it's not it's not a uh it's it's one of those things where you know, it might not even be like, like of the flesh, like it might just be, you know, just thoughts and, you know, and yeah. it's, it's one of those, and that, and that's, you're having the same thoughts, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's not just her, it's not just you. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what yeah. happened with the yeah, girl it, from, you yeah. know, in Long Beach and me here. Like, it's not, and it's I'm like, not like mad about it at yeah. all. It's just, uh, it like, it happened and then it was 
yeah you know it yeah. happened like it's, it's just sucks. yeah yeah, it, <laughs> yeah and it exactly. doesn't make either person a, a bad person it's just like yeah i i don't i don't like long distance for me it just that's not a thing that i'm gonna pursue ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just yeah, not I'm, a, I'm, like, I'm in the same boat now I, need, and I need that like uh i don't have the same perspective i you, feel like you i feel like a 30 minute 30 minute drive is like the most <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we'll see but at the same time so i will say uh cohabitating um is a recipe for disaster and kind of like what you're saying like the the levels of of uh grief like uh i, I feel like living together you know is, is not that uh the whole like you know get married before you live together or whatnot but like i think there's some there's some like truth to that and the idea that like i i cohabitated with both my, my ex-wife and, and this past girlfriend um and the idea that like you are uh you're essentially you know you're doing everything that like a married couple would do with an out so like to a degree and divorce uh, divorce is your out at the end of the day like hey we could we could get divorced but yeah. if you think about like uh you know like hey i'm i'm we're gonna be in this space like we're gonna get really fucking close together yeah um you know and i, I come from a, a catholic catholic background so it's like the whole thing like bible's distance like we're, we're christian conservative uh, for sure yeah um so like the cohabitating was not not uh uh parents were not a fan of that um but at the same time like you, you have to uh if i didn't want roommates you know I'd ha- i you have to cohabitate it's like it's so yeah. freaking expensive here yeah, uh, unless, yeah unless you're making like threshold of income but like you need to be making like 50 60 plus to have a place of your own and that's yeah. and that's not really like saving anything right um, right yeah but uh but yeah the idea that like you know you're hey we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna do all the all the perks of marriage but we're not gonna be married so you can you can walk out anytime and i think that you know i think that that hurt a lot of that relationship because hey there's there's this out i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not giving myself to her all the way and and vice versa and in the idea that's like "Eh, okay if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out that's one thing um uh i i would say about my um roommates is they're they're a married couple and uh okay. the from the the get-go like uh one of my one of the roommates is like one of my best friends for a while now yeah but uh they have this like understanding of uh the roommate who's my best friend is gonna go out with her friends yeah and like a lot yeah and they're gonna be away from each other a, a lot yeah and uh i think that's why they're relationship works so good because um having the, that space yeah yeah because yeah. that's um, that is uh yeah i, I mean she like... she comes out and well and the the other thing is like her wife is like um she knows like who the rest of us are and it's not like she's going like you know she's not going out to like pacers yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's just like uh you know pacers. we're just we're just out like being stupid and you know like getting no for like sure. yeah yeah <laughs> so hanging out with like people that we like to hang out with so uh i always compliment her on that kind of a thing but i, I think that's the big thing is uh and, and if i'm ever in a long-term relationship or like married i think that i want that is like like a you, need, you know you where need that space it's, yeah but, like but once it, a week let me just go out with like but it's but i think it's a fine line too of like you know it's like all right 
I'm giving too much to you. I got to like pull back, you know, and it's like, and, and to be self-aware of that is like difficult Yeah, because yeah. you, you do and you get into a relationship and it's well, like, especially if you like have a family, right? Like you start having kids, Yeah. then, then that changes things like dramatically because you definitely have to be at home more and like, yeah. with the family more and stuff like that. So, well, I think, I think in that case, I don't have kids, so I wouldn't know for sure. But like the idea that like, all right, now the kids are the focus now. we right. need, So like we are kind of spaced out yeah because we're dealing with actually kids. yeah Whereas i guess now that kind we, of puts your relationship need, on need, hold a little now bit now we too, need right? to take yeah take time away from the kids to like focus on our relationships and that yeah so it, the kids almost create that space for you yeah it's a different dynamic um, for sure okay but, but i think like living together that was my place so i got out of the marine corps um and i was like yeah so when you get out of the military you can take unemployment for six months and so i was like going to school full-time uh on like the I did the bunny ear thing uh, unemployment um but yeah so i mean you're, you're making good money and so i was i was always home i was doing school and uh, and so like and she was she was going to school and so like we were always there you know and it's like it's one of those things where it's like fuck i need you know there needs to be space you need some space, you know for yeah. for both of our you know mental health or well-being or or, or what yeah. but uh I, th- yeah. I think there's a very small percentage of people on on the planet Earth that are compatible enough to be together all the time. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the cohabit. Like if I was to do it again, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I would try to push the cohabitating. Yeah. A little bit longer, but I, I I jumped into it a little too soon. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if that's a. Uh, I don't know maybe i i don't know <laughs> it's fine dude let him let the thoughts out dude doesn't yeah. really matter i mean it's <clears throat> uh you're you know through the conversation you're obviously a good good guy so it doesn't it doesn't matter what you say the uh but yeah oh, i guess no, it I, could it was uh, yeah i, I would uh, if i if i was do it again no no cohabitating um for sure the, so what are you what are you doing now so right now i am full-time freelancer uh i i had like a busy busy month and the next month and a half are, are looking like even busier so i think uh, i think one of those things where people you know once you take that step into like full-time freelancing it's like it's very scary knowing like oh my god where's the next job coming from and uh, and so that's one thing that i've been working on is like all right i gotta like yeah. hey this month is booked cool all right can i book next month can i book yeah. the following month um, that's like a motivation for you though right uh yeah food food on the table is nice yeah um yeah and not not that it's that like desperate but like you know at the end of the day like you need you know yeah. rents needs to get paid and and you know nice things need to get like, paid for do you feel like that um that thought um uh motivates your uh i guess um <laughs> your the the way you interact with your clients um like uh, like i guess i guess what i'm saying is like like uh because you well you were talking about like uh um like uh earlier like networking so much right so like uh, a lot of it is a lot of what you do is networking yeah so so Um, like you you can't go into a job and like have a poor attitude because that person's going to tell the next person right so like yeah so i mean you you do have to and, and you can have your off days. Like, I mean, that's, that's one thing. And, and I think mm. there's, there's a fine line between like, um, being like down or like, all right, I'm not like you know, on the ball, but at the same time, like I try to go into every, you know, situation where it's like, all right, I had like caffeine, like maybe an hour before, like the, I, yeah. I have like a little ritual, like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go in there, you know, mm. and, and do my, 
and then execute you know but i i need to be in like a good state going into that yeah um and so like uh like for me like i don't know if you ever like you know like go out go out on town like to hit on girls or like you know hey we're going to the club tonight like we're we're gonna we, we need to get I... you need to get in that like headspace of like <laughs> yeah. all right i'm going i'm going out tonight and like yeah. we're, we're we're gonna go have some fun um so it's the same idea like going into like a networking event it's like all right i need to be in a state where i can be social i can be you know even coming to this podcast yeah. i'm like in the car i was like all right what am i going to talk about uh i'm gonna i'm gonna play some loud music and that's gonna like you know like kind of yeah. like get me like oh yeah let's do this you yeah. know so it's the idea like having certain uh, whether it's like a mantra or whether it's like you know certain routines or cues that like bring out certain qualities in you you know yeah. and uh and i think for me that like again the networking is a very imperative part of my my business is you know yeah. people want to work with me because either they've seen you know my work hopefully they've seen my work but at the same time they've seen the reactions from other people and mm-hmm. and, and they've seen the interactions like hey and, and i have a lot of people um which i'm so thankful for that like hey you need to use so-and-so because he did our stuff and I, we love it yeah um and, well uh, i mean i would say just for me um like i'd never seen any of your stuff but i coming from away from sydney's birthday party like right away just you tell me what you did and stuff like made me want to be like oh like just you know from talking to you like yeah oh this guy would be a great guy to have a on a podcast so yeah, <laughs> yeah you've got that going for you yeah, yeah that's good it. yeah yeah <laughs> i think and, uh I, I i think what's what's cool I, I love that you're doing a podcast and uh i i don't have time yet but i've, I've talked to a couple people um about possibly doing it. so I, i'm moving right now from orange county to san diego full-time um and then once i'm not long, no longer paying so i pay uh, i'm paying like a studio apartment in orange county and i and i'm like trading work for rent right now in san diego and yeah. after after this month i'll be uh, living here full time oh cool okay but uh, i want to do a like youtube tutorial series um one, one of the like best ways to like showcase your work is teach your work yeah and so i'd like to but yeah. not not just do like solo me kind of like doing this i would like to like bring on other creatives so like uh, I have a videographer friend of mine. Um, I have, you know, musician friend of mine, you know, you're, you know, a creative comedian, but you're doing a podcast. So I would bring a podcaster and like, Hey, we could mm. talk about, we could review this gear, the 402 VL Z4 mixer, you know, we, and we could, t- we could, we could do, yeah. you know, talk about this, talk about that piece of gear and these mics. And then, and then again, have this kind of conversation. And I think, um, well, I would, I, I don't want to drop the name of it, but I have the name down and no one's yeah. used it. And I, I'm kind of like stoked about the name, but, uh, but yeah, okay. hopefully here in the next like month or two, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to have like a little, uh, creative space on, uh, YouTube and Instagram that hopefully we'll That's teach. Right. And, yeah. and, and I think too, like, uh, you've got the, you've got the right, uh, like I would say talent from, because I did go on your website and look at your <laughs> stuff and, and personality for something like that. Like you're, uh, and just as a person you seem pretty like welcoming to a lot of different people and like i don't think that it's necessarily like i think it uh, um adds to your ability to like gain business and stuff but i think it's it feels like it's just who you are like you just kind of seem like open to a lot of different people which is cool yeah i i think and i appreciate that too um yeah. i i think too like i mean and i kind of like this goes like i can't just be a photographer mm-hmm. so like uh right yeah so I mean, just, just just to list <laughs> like list what i'm doing right now is like I'm, I'm a photographer i have a second business that uh is is starting to like uh we we just finished the <laughs> the the paperwork on it 
uh, Altus Creative, which is going to be branding services, and that'll be like photography, videography, graphic design uh, with my business partner, Mike. Um, and then, uh, but there's also, you know, there's, you know, I, I curate content for brands. So I run social media for this brand. Uh, and then, and again, the photography, videography, you know, tell stories through pictures yeah. and video. So, I mean, it is, it's just like the full image imagery and video aesthetic that you're trying to like, just bring to bring to yeah. fruition. That's cool. But, uh, I think like, <laughs> I think it's really cool that you have that, uh, that view of what you're doing and everything. But, uh, also there's just like a genuine, I'm, I'm getting all like, like complimentary. I hope you, that you <laughs> oh, can take okay. it, but, uh, there's like a genuine quality about you that like, seems like you're doing stuff that you like, but also that you're doing stuff that you seem you you're not like selling out like you seem to be doing things enjoy, enjoy what i do yeah okay. yeah yeah and you're and you're promoting things that like um uh that you seem like you no i don't know if i'd say like believe in i don't know if that's the right word yeah. but you seem to like promote things that like so i, I work in the veteran brand like veteran yeah, community yeah. and and mm. i think i mean i i am thankful for my service <laughs> thank yeah you. yeah thank dude you. thank me for my service yeah uh, no no, I, I, no, but, like, I, no but i'm 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 thankful for you know that i that i joined and the opportunities that have come from the yeah. military uh yeah is a better way to say it. Yeah. do you think do you think that the military uh <laughs> shaped the way you think now to a degree yeah 100 um yeah. I, I think it's funny that I, I make this joke about the marine corps you know the other brands have uh like the air force the army there's like a lot of rules there's rules across the board um, but the Marine Corps is like, uh, there's rules, but there's, there's a big gray area. Yeah. And so like what happens is like the highest guy, he like gives a, gives a command to the next guy down. He's like, Hey, I need, I need this done by this time. And so that guy is like, all right, well, Hey, everybody below him, we need this done by this time. And that time is now like two hours before that or two days before that or a week before that. And then he gets sent to the next group of people and they're like, Hey, we need this done by that. And so it's like telephone all the way down. And then by the time it gets to like, the low guy like us like in a, like e2 e3 e4 thing. yeah doing the stuff yeah. it's like figure this the fuck out i don't care how it gets done it needs to get done don't do anything illegal but don't you know but don't let legality stop you from getting it done yeah um and so i feel like there's like it's just a very big uh that sounds incriminating as fuck but uh but it's true i mean there's a big gray area in the military i feel in in, in the marine corps in particular is like you know the marines yeah. do 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 more with less and and i think it's that that attitude and i and I, not that i take that kind of a shady mentality into my job but but the idea that's like hey yeah. I, I have to execute and i might not have all the tools i need but i'm gonna figure it out yeah. i wouldn't can i wouldn't <laughs> call it shady i think that uh <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm sure there's like shady things yeah. that happen yeah. but I, I don't know there's like there's something there's a goal and then you're yeah. gonna accomplish it and i i think uh problem problem solving is yeah and, and yeah, i think yeah, that i mean when you when you break it down it. to it the idea that like and, and that's that's what i mean ideally that's what college should be teaching uh and and i think i think if they're not yeah i have some i've had some like conversations with people about like the way even like uh you know like grade school and high school and all the way up to college like the way that we do things here it's archaic yeah it's it seems silly it's memorization it doesn't work yeah it really seems silly it seems like um at a certain age you should we should be teaching kids like all right or or at least not teaching kids but like maybe trying to push kids towards trying to find what they like Mm -hmm. and then when they find what they like we should like 
yeah. guide them. Like we should so so I teach them specifically so for that. You I, know, I I do like the idea like follow your passions or whatnot, but at the same time like follow follow your passions that provide you a nice life because you know if you if you want to be the underwater basket weaver you know there might not be a financial career in that right but but at the same time like i feel like schools nowadays they don't they don't i mean again it's 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 a it's a memorization dump you know i i i I cram all this information in then i dump it after the test yeah i didn't solve any problems i didn't yes i i i I memorized something for six months and i I literally like erased it it seems like whereas like what do you do in the workplace what like and not all jobs, but a most majority of jobs, it's like, hey, we have this problem. We have, uh, you know, we have Black Friday coming up. How are we going to attack Black Friday sale? How are we going to get our reach to the most amount of customers? What are we going to do? What yeah. problem are we going to solve? It seems like prereqs are, at least at the collegiate level, are more of a, um, a business for the college, like a way to make money yeah. for the college than they actually are like, Helping, helping, the helping student. students. Yeah. No, it's a racket. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, that's, I, I, I dropped out of school. Um, that's cool, dude. I flunked out. So no big deal. <laughs> so I, I, I want to go back, but it's, it's more of my backup plan. Yeah. Um, so that, that same week that I, I asked Tank Machine to do his thing after that happened, everything, you know, I broke up with the relationship. I was, I was, I was in that like kind of downward, like, oh, dude, this, this sucks. Um, and so I, I was working a 40 hour work, work week, um, at this job on top yeah. of like all this opportunity coming from photography. And so that like yeah. kind of kept my brain outside of the relationship. But at the same time I was like balancing all these things. There was like, and do I was taking 12 credits, uh, at, uh, SD, the community college, San Diego, uh, yeah. Community well, you had district. this like intense, like, uh, uh, weight of expectation on your shoulders yeah. and then you were trying to do other stuff too. Everything. Like, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a big problem. I like once I like I flunked out of San Diego State because I didn't go to class, and uh, <laughs> and like a big part of why I didn't go to class is because I didn't care about the shit that they were teaching, you know. Yeah. And uh, once I flunked out, I went and did a technical program at Grossmont College for a year, well, like sixteen months. Yeah, and now I'm making. Like it's like a weird flex, but yeah, uh, no, I'm making could. making more money than um, some physical therapist that I know. Yeah, it, and it like I have a certificate. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just like there's there's something weird with our our country where we feel like where we emphasize things that really don't. I don't think they need to be emphasized. Like well, I, I think too. Like I think uh, there's this like weird position where it's like everyone had to go to college yeah and and well, and, and a lot of these people had no business going to college like they're right, it's like right. they're, like you're not in a learning environment yeah. like you're not and that's fine that's perfectly fine but now, yeah. now we've created this you know we've raised this bar and now everybody has a fucking college degree and the college and so degree isn't worth anything it's not worth because anything. it's a market right yeah. like now that there's some everybody has it and and it's, it's like it's not worth anything yeah and so that and that's kind of for me is uh you know i'm, I'm doubling down on my skill set right now yeah. and it's like uh I, I I have four years military service and and yeah. I've created you know just in the past year and a half you know yeah. with with my skills alone and then they're constantly yeah. growing where I, I feel like having a personal brand and having like you know as a as a comedian as a you know and like just figure out like all right what are my skill sets and how can I bring that to the table like as a comedian like you're in essentially a writer so like you know I feel like for for you like get on to like 
TV sitcom type type writing. You know, there's yeah. a lot of you know comedy writers that they they need jokes so bad because their shit is trash. So like you know the idea. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw my throat there. <laughs> good. Um, but but yeah, I mean, so I mean, there's just find find ways that all right. There there is ways that I can bring my value to the world. Yeah. Um, and that and that's yeah. not that's not through a college degree. I think that's that's the biggest thing now too is just um like there coming you know like we were talking we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we talked about there's like a million photographers out there and there's a lot of people trying to do comedy yeah but the the biggest thing is just um like the the work ethic which is like i think that makes it the truly like the thing about the arts uh because you don't need a degree to do it mm-hmm. is it makes it really like a true market which like i'm a big market guy i don't yeah. know how you feel but yeah i'm a big market guy and i and i feel like the the people who are going to succeed are the people that like put the most it, and it's not even the most talent like you definitely have to have talent yeah like you talked about earlier like it but it's not the most talent it's networking mm-hmm. work time put into it i think and I think. uh that's that's the like it makes especially something like comedy it I, I feel like comedy is one of the most pure forms of anything out there you yeah know? like it's i think i think too and i had this conversation with sydney um the idea that like we live in like i live in chula vista mm-hmm. I, I i don't know the number but it's like there's so many people in Chula Vista. There's so many people in Southern California. There's so many people in Orange County. You yeah. go to LA, it's like, oh my God, there's traffic at like one in the morning. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time it is. Like there's going to be LA's traffic. LA's gotten crazy. And it's stupid. Yeah. No, and, and there's so many people. And you think about it, it's like, all right, there's so many people here. Yeah. If I can't find work with this many people here, something's wrong. And so yeah. like that, that to me was kind of like my motivation to, all right, I, there, there's work. I just got to go find it, yeah. you know, and, and it's to not to be like a solicitor, like cold caller, you know, telephone marketer type deal. But like, yeah. you know, there, I, that realization that like, you know, there is a lot of opportunity and, and to a degree yeah. we have to create that opportunity, but you know, and just be on the lookout for it, you know, yeah. and, and, and have that door open to, uh, to work, you know, in, in every case and every possible meeting and, in, in not that I'm looking for anything or I'm trying to take advantage of somebody or, or whatnot, but at the same time, like, yeah my uh, ears are always open to like oh, oh it sounds like you need a you it's know. almost it's almost silly that you have to like um you, you kind of have to <clears throat> preface like what you were trying to say with like i'm taking advantage with someone because like just my conversations with you is like you're just obviously a guy that likes what he does and is doing what he does yeah. but uh i feel like we just live in like it's weird times dude like you like trust trust is low which yeah. is good trust should be low i don't trust a lot of people um but, yeah but the idea that like you know so my background you know has has been interested in marketing the idea that like you know people don't need photography they want photography you know maybe like yeah. in a wedding setting they need photography but awesome. like yeah but I like, like so how do i that. how do i create that need or how do i create that want into yeah. into a need and so that's that's where the marketing comes yeah. into them that's where my you know yeah. hey do you guys want to step up you know yes yeah. the iphone takes great photos and like iphone yeah. like stop making photos look, well, look bad you know but, kind of like what you were saying earlier like uh when you were talking about like smiling just makes you feel better right and you mm-hmm. leave like a comedy club like smiling and feeling better yeah same thing with photography like that's the reason why people want it is because something that's like really even if it's not smiling even if it's just something that brings a tear to your eye or like yeah. something it makes you feel good in some way and if you can do it 
like in a way that makes so like I, it, you know really resi- resonates so with think, somebody. So I think then. one of the one of the reasons that I like pursued this and and I and I loved loved it so much. Um, first off, I'm like my biggest fan, uh, other than maybe my mom. Um, but same, I, same I don't here. Know. Yeah. But but like the idea that's like I I create a picture and I'm like, dude, I love this picture. Yeah. That's a dope picture. So and I feel like you have to have you know kind of that cockiness around your own work to a degree. Yeah. So, I mean, there is self doubt, and we're always fighting with self doubt. But at the same time, like when I when I produce a banger, I'm like, that's a banger. Yeah. You know, and like that's a good image. And I and I think when I show somebody, and not not every time, like uh, not everybody loves the images I create, but like. Um, but like for the most part, when you show somebody what they look like and, you know, and it's like, Hey, we've taken like 50 selfies and like, I can't get an angle that saves my life. But like, all right, somebody just took a professional photo of me and it like caught me doing what I do, whether that's like, all right, I'm a, you know, a, a speaker and I caught me on stage or like, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, freelance entrepreneur and they caught me like working on the laptop or like just doing whatever it is that I do catch them in there, like, you know, doing their thing. Like, you know, I think yeah. there's like real power in that and the, and the idea too it's like you're when i snag a picture of say you or anybody you know and it's like a good picture I'm like oh dude thank yeah. you like that there's a good it's a great feeling seeing yourself yeah. and like knowing that like hey i'm not the ugly piece of shit that i think yeah. i am and you can see that in social media too like you can recognize the picture that's posed yeah because it just doesn't look good and yeah. then like the picture of somebody doing something they like or it's love like, like it's like a little beautiful bit you genuine know? it's like but, yeah. but but I feel like I feel like too the the hundred percent to that. But uh, there's there's almost like uh, any relationship is like give and take. Mm-hmm. And I feel like having like a good photo of yourself from somebody else. It's almost like not not to sound like weird, but like you're almost indebted to that person. And there's like uh, yeah, no, and it's yeah, like dude, like you just took like this dope photo of me, and I love it. Like you, ca- you captured a moment yeah. that makes me feel proud. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I think yeah. I think that's that that is how i've built my relationships and like capturing sick moments that the people see their photo and they're like, yeah. yes you know and it's yeah. like hey this is what i look like and then i, and, I would and imagine I, because you do a lot of mil like military work i would imagine yeah. that happens a lot so because I, like the i mean so i, I do not, not, to not like, so much uh, military work but i do a lot of events so i, events, I think okay. i think events the event space is is interesting because you're, you're just capturing people. And so like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just finding smiles and, you know, trying to find that genuine moment, whether that's serious or sad or happy, but for the most part happy. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, just capturing people, like they had no idea they're getting their picture taken and like, and then like, they see this like 7,200 bokeh out, just beautiful amazingness, like, <laughs> and it's that's like, rad. that's a good, yeah. that's a good picture. Um, yeah. but it, it's one of those, I, I think just having a good picture of yourself, um, is, is a big deal and sometimes sometimes you you need a photographer to to capture that yeah you know in the in that way this is a hashtag ad <laughs> <laughs> no no it's, it's uh i feel like it's a hundred hundred percent genuine and um it actually makes me think about we used to make fun of my stepmom a lot because she would take a thousand pictures she was never in them yeah uh but then like when you look back on the pictures like 10 20 years later and you're like oh these are amazing you know it's it's the same thing you know it's i feel like that that's the struggle of the photographer though it's like even for me like i don't have a lot of pictures of myself yeah and it's like i have to like make a point to like hey let's get a picture everybody you know and mm-hmm. but it's like let's get a picture with a cell phone because <laughs> yeah no one knows how to use this thing <laughs> yeah but uh well, we're at uh, 73 minutes. I'm having a good time. Yeah, dude. If you want to keep going or if you need gonna, to get going. Let's use the bathroom real quick. Yeah, dude, I need to too. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll pause it. Cool. <laughs>
Perfect. So you have some cool things coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, work. Yeah. Um, yeah, work is. Uh, it, so it's taken a little bit of time. Um, you know, consistent kind of building that momentum. Um, but I, I just shot a wedding this past Saturday, and uh, that was my first solo wedding um, that I've shot, which was like super nerve wracking, by the way. Uh, you were the only person there. Shooting. Yeah. Only it's a sole, sole wedding shooter. So, and, and it, it seems like a lot of work. So like you have to bounce back and forth between the groom and <laughs> bride, right? To a degree. So, I mean, this was a smaller wedding, um, okay. kind of last, last minute. It was still like beautiful. They, they had this like amazing house, um, like nice, nice setup, but the, uh, but yeah, you would have, you'd be bouncing back like wedding, uh, bride and groom and, trying to capture the beginnings and the afters and the reception and the kiss. And, um, for the, the kiss though, was like, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't fuck this up. This is your one job. This is your one job. Don't mess this up. Um, <laughs> do it one more time. Yeah, it didn't no, turn out. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no pause, pause button. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it turned out really well. I'm like super stuck with the photos. Uh, but I, I, I just booked another wedding today which i'm like super stoked on oh cool um so that's that'll be uh end of january um but yeah as far as work that i'm doing right now uh so i I do a little bit of everything uh which some photographers would be like well you need to niche down into what what you want to do if you just do product do product and get really good at product but at the same time it's now i'm limiting myself you know i think there is a case for that it's like all right i'm so good at product that like all right, now everyone's coming to me for this like one style of photos, right? Which I think is good and that's fun, but like I feel like I would get really bored of that. Yeah. And so I like the idea that I like. All right, I'm gonna go shoot people today, and then I have a product shoot I'm doing, and then I'm gonna like I'm now I'm gonna do video, and now I'm gonna do yeah. this. So you know, I, I'm a hybrid shooter. I think is like the term, but like the idea that's like, you know, it I, it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me always doing new things and yeah, and and learning and like you know, figuring new stuff out. But so I have a product shoot for uh, a Navy seal gear company. So they do like all these like really cool bags and, uh, um, uh, like, uh, just tactical bags and backpacks and duffel bags and plate carriers and all all sorts of like military stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm shooting like a hundred plus product for them. And then, uh, that's happening this weekend. And then, uh, Monday, uh, I don't know if you've heard of vet. Is that is that what you're talking about? Telling me about like the thing out in the desert? Maybe no, I that's that's oh, Friday. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. There's so much going on. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This this Friday. We're, yeah, we're shooting. Uh, we're shooting some uh, clothing brand uh, in the desert. With uh, we're gonna be doing some fun fun stuff. We got like a pair of Nintendo Power gloves and Luchador mask, and we're gonna do like some retro wave type photos, kind of like goofy fun military uh, brand. Cool um but then yeah so then saturday i'm doing this product shoot and then sunday i have an engagement photo shoot and then monday and this is uh i'm like stoked on uh have you heard of vet tv yeah yeah oh i have a friend uh, actually i'm trying to schedule a podcast with an actor who's on that who which which one his Greg? name's mike i don't even know what his last name is uh he's a really cool guy though um uh, he's been on a couple of vet tv things what's that uh, you got a picture of him yeah 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 i mean i mean on the on the side but but yeah so uh exciting news so donnie donnie's the creator of uh donnie o'malley's the creator of vet tv and i've done a couple um side jobs for donnie and he's brought me on i went mike moore uh i'm not sure familiar um 
I don't know if he's been on anything like recently, but I know that like not that long ago he was filming for. <clears throat> well, that's not a good picture because you can't really see his face. This is him brushing his teeth. Okay, nice. Do Do you know him by no, chance? No, I, I don't think oh, okay. I, I don't think I met him. Yeah, he's a um, he's a super like really really nice guy. I'm uh I was yeah I'm pretty nice. stoked about yeah having him on yeah the uh, they're they're cool they're a cool group of dudes and i know the writers are like in-house some of the actors are the writers for the script and donnie does the writing oh cool um but they're they're pretty uh pretty funny uh i've so i've done a couple like side jobs for donnie and then i i uh, was able to do like behind the scenes photos of their production for a day uh and so i was like took part in their last production and then for this production that's on monday uh, i'm gonna be going out there to run like behind the scenes video and we're gonna get some like kind of documentary style uh footage of like you know um and there have you ever seen uh 73 questions from vogue have you heard of that there's like there's like a famous one from like zach efron did one michael p jordan did one it's like it's a long take video cut of like them just going through 73 questions and they're like running through a house where he's like lifting weights and then he like goes like gets food and then like he goes to the pool and oh like that's out cool the pool. no i haven't seen it but that's a cool idea yeah, yeah i'll show it to you after this but the uh that kind of reminds me of or it <laughs> makes me think of a i think it's called hot things or hot it's like a uh it's like a one one take shot type deal or um i'm not 100 percent sure but it's like a it's an internet tv show and it's where people they get celebrities to eat like hot wings okay oh and they, yeah and yeah, they yeah. progressively get hotter and yeah, hotter and yeah, hotter yeah. and then they have to answer questions Didn't, uh, joji joji was on that recently wasn't he uh are you familiar with him i don't know He's like, like a, i i the only like i know tom segura was on it i i know what you're talking about yeah that's but it. uh it's funny the like the, <laughs> the cool thing about it though it seems like i mean same thing with what you were talking about is it's like it sort of distracts you and i think it makes people honest uh honest uh answer more honestly because like yeah. they're distracted by whatever you know like the hot wings or like yeah you know being like act like doing something active what well, exactly like I mean, strenuous you're, you're, you're doing you're doing something mm-hmm. um so one of the one of the like it's in 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 film um they, they call it the long take and it's the idea it's like one it's one shot so like birdman right uh, yeah Birdman was just one camera and they and they they masked the cuts in in transition so that it was like in a dark corner it was like they yeah cut, they cut it or they they had like a spin and they cut it and like so there's always been cuts in the in the scene um so it's not just one take but they made it look like just one continuous right, take which right. is pretty cool yeah um but that 73 questions that's the base of that is like it's like no crap like 73 questions back back, back, back. and it's just one take and it's like you know stabilized camera he's following him around and so i'd like to do maybe not 73 questions but i'd like to do like something similar to that and the idea of like uh like a series of you know probably not one take but like longer takes of them like hey we're gonna like take you through you know hey we're gonna we're gonna be in the studio and then we're gonna walk down to the acting and then we're gonna like go back up to here to like casting and then we're gonna go up here to the makeup room then we're gonna go like you know and and while we're talking and like you know explaining like this is the vet tv experience type deal um but uh but yeah they're a good group of dudes i'm like excited to to work with them we're gonna be uh shooting up uh in uh, north county but uh yeah i think hopefully this is like the first of uh many productions it that seems like it to be a part of seems like a cool idea i mean because i'm sure there's a lot of people out there kind of wondering how that whole process works anyway or you know even if they aren't wondering they would be like interested in watching it you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i well, think that's uh I, I, I like they're 
they're doing like they're doing hot like uh yeah. they they just got featured on vice news um, oh no no shit yeah oh like, that's cool uh, they, awesome. their subscriber base is like growing yeah um and the, and the content is it's funny like it's uh, it, it hits home for military guys but like even yeah. outside of military like people are connecting to it and it's dark and i, I think dark is uh good and yeah. and, and, and needs to happen because it's funny because i think you could substitute the word dark for like honest a lot of times yeah yeah i like, like that the, like uh yeah that should be the, that should be like the catchphrase for this we can substitute dark for honest yeah <laughs> I like yeah that. I, I think that's a big thing because uh that should be that should be a tweet like <laughs> by the way dusty's tweets are off the chain and they're, uh, really good. they're so good yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i but i really do think so because i i think that um everything is so sugar-coated on media you know or like just masked so, so people are when people, when are, people uh, say oh it's dark like a lot of times i'm like oh so it's <laughs> it's sort of based on reality <laughs> like yeah. well these yeah. are thoughts that you have right. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly exactly yeah it's vet tv is like uh so i mean I, I agree with you in that part but like there's dark and then there's vet tv <laughs> well it's probably <laughs> honest to military yeah. right it's yeah. a little too honest yeah it's like okay. it's like you're bringing up uh you're bringing up shit that i don't want to talk about yeah uh, yeah, yeah being a vet yeah, yeah. oh that's shit that i was hoping <laughs> to forget yeah i get i get it it's it's good stuff though yeah that's um, cool and i mean i'm i'm excited to watch it i really like i like that kind of stuff i uh i spent like um even just recently like a good period of time trying to um it's part of the growing up thing. And like I said, I was like a, you know, like I was talking about like grown kids or whatever, yeah. but there was like, uh, just over the past few years, I've really grown or not grown, but like tried to be more honest with like things that I'm doing and saying and, and because I'm very passive. So like when I find content like that online, that's just like, like un unapologetic and honest and no dark fi- quote no, unquote no like filter. yeah i just yeah. i really appreciate it because i i'm like all right so, so this is somebody like wrote this and this is them being like honest on like paper or whatever and yeah like i really like that kind of stuff well, I, I think too, like whether I, it makes me laugh or cry or whatever i, like, I think too and i think there's there's gonna be a switch not not that there hasn't already been but like you know when you open relationships you know whether that's you know friendship with another dude or like you know a dating relationship with a girl or, or vice versa or whatever um the idea that like that that small talk in the beginning is just bullshit it sucks yeah. it's like boring like even like i think we met at sydney's birthday party like you know trying to like i think alcohol helps kind of break down those like you know the the initial barriers and whatnot but like the idea it's like let's talk let's talk about some cool shit yeah you know? like yeah, let's talk think- like what are you what are you doing like what yeah. uh yeah. how's how's the yeah. oh financial struggle oh yeah <laughs> yeah you know like what what are some of the pains that that are you know and i don't want to get like weird like uh pain is uh is like real like you know but like the idea like you know struggle struggle and i think laughter bring us together and yeah. like and i think yeah, that's I think so that's part of the part of the reason why the military bond is so strong is what happened in the military we had some of the funniest and traumatic <laughs> experiences right. over four years with the same amount of people you yeah. know with a very like especially like once you get to your unit like hey you're in a shop maybe of you know whether that's five or 20 guys but like that is your new family and you're there 12 hours a day with yeah. them suffering whether that's suffering with time whether that's physically whether that's you know yeah. whatnot. Um, i think suffering is like the biggest bond though right like 100%. that's really how you bond with people yeah. that that and that and laughter i think uh yeah. you know i think i think comedy uh 
allows us to connect. Um, yeah. And I think well, smi- smiles connect, like you know, the, the, the halo effect or whatnot. But. Yeah. The formula for comedy though is like, uh, so it's, well, it's tra they say tragedy. So tragedy <laughs> plus time equals comedy. Right. So like, I, I think you could substitute the word suffering for tragedy. So like you guys are in like, I mean, obviously the, the military, like you, you guys go through some shit that none of us will ever experience. So like you could count that as tragedy and then, like you're spending time together, you know, four years, like, and yeah. then that equals comedy. So I think that's like where maybe some of that comes from. Yeah. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of us in the civilian world, especially like I, like I genuinely, I don't know how other people feel, but I, I feel like in America we have, we're pretty fucking privileged. Like we have, Oh yeah. Life is good. Yeah. <laughs> like even, even the bums are like right. rocking nice shoes. For and- the worst people, the wor- people <laughs> yeah. experiencing the worst things in America are, are doing okay. When you compare them to the rest of the world. Yeah. You think if you think that the like very like low, low income have, has a cell phone, you know, right. has, has a big screen TV. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, you know, there might be income inequality, but like yeah. <laughs> everyone's doing so hot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, it's like, yes, you might not have the, the Maserati or the, the Porsche in the driveway, but like you still got like the phone with like internet connection and like, yeah, a, things, and a, and a nice things seem to be going okay here. Yeah. I would, I would say I think generally, I think, I think our appreciation level is off Sucks. and yeah. that's, and that's where, yeah. you know, like, and I, that goes back to like the idea. It's like every, everything is like a level up. So it's like, all right. So now I'm like, I have a nicer car. I have a nicer, I have a nicer yeah, phone. I have, yeah. Hey, I have a nicer wardrobe. I have a nicer, yeah. I have a nicer place in life and I can appreciate that. And, and now, you know, it's not a rat race. Like oh, I need this. I need the, the thousand dollar watch, not the $500 watch. I need the $25,000 car, not the $10,000 car. So, so, yeah. so there is that like, all right, what, what do I need? You know, and what, what, what can I afford? Yeah. And, and whatnot versus like, yeah, need versus want, right? But, like, uh, yeah. But, but at the same time having that appreciation to like, Hey, I have I have this nice thing, yeah, and I and I really genuinely like this, and it helps me, and yeah, and and I think uh, I know for me like one of the, like when I buy things, I, I I definitely buy in mind of like longevity. So it's like I don't want to buy this, I don't want to buy this two times, three times, four right, times. Right, I, right. I'd like to buy it once, and you know whether I don't use it all the time, but like as long as I it's it's gonna hold its value or it's gonna hold its quality. Yeah. Um, but th- it's probably I, harder getting harder and harder to do with photography or things like that right because things improve so <laughs> so quickly fast, and, yeah. and and i i'm i'm part of the train that uh gear definitely helps yeah. um i think gear is what allowed me to level up as quickly as i did mm-hmm. um and, and i think yeah, uh, that loan right Get yeah the, no yeah. honestly i mean yeah. and, and that was uh yeah, I mean, and, and again, like uh, there, I, there's a, a photographer friend of mine, uh, Dexter Brown. Who he all he does is like professional headshots, models, and he shoots models. He shoots like he's shooting like bachelorettes. He's shooting like famous people all left and right. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I love his work. He shoots on like a Nikon D thirty four hundred, which is like that was. Uh, I, I don't think I think he's shooting on like a a thirty one hundred. Uh, but it just it's like a four or five hundred dollar camera. It was like that's what was my first camera starting out. And, uh, I, I like quickly moved up from that. Cause I was just like, I, I can't do enough with this. And I like watched this guy, like create this like masterpiece art with this camera that I had. I was like, fuck, <laughs> like, this, uh, is, yeah. this is awesome. Huh. Um, but I mean, there is something to be said, like now, you know, instead of upgrading your body, upgrade your light or upgrade, you know, mm. 
uh, friend of mine, Matt, Matt Lingo is, he just gave a couple posts on Instagram talking about like, you know, you can follow this gear hole, but like, if you just increase your lighting, you can like match some of the camera, like you match the best cameras if your light's good. Hmm. Um, and, and same for iPhone. If you have like great light with an iPhone, like you can get pretty damn close to a studio shot with your iPhone. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a rabbit hole of gear <laughs> yeah. in this industry. Yeah. I like I do always appreciate like a military perspective because uh regardless of um like political leanings and everything yeah. like most military that I talk to are pretty like central or centrist with like most aspects of their life mm-hmm. which is kind of like it's refreshing. I don't know. It's like nice to be able to talk to somebody about things without um I feel like getting every, too crazy. I feel you know like every, I mean? everything's so polarizing too right now. Yeah. It's just like you can't. And, and part of that's like that PC culture part of it's like, I mean, I, so I work, I work with like gun brands. I work with, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do like kind of more fashiony stuff, but it's like, you know, if, if a fashion, high fashion, you know, like very progressive left brand saw some of the gun stuff I'm doing, like they would want nothing to do with right, me. So it's yeah. like, I have to be like careful on what I promote and, and it's it, to the point like that to me is like almost selling out. It's like, I can't post certain things. And like, I don't want that to be like prevalent on my site um, or in, like Instagram feed, but like, this is like work I've done and I'm proud of. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's such a polarizing subject. You yeah. Know? So it's probably like a big part of um, the uh, um, networking part of it too. Right. Like you have yeah. to stay pretty neutral. Yeah. To, I mean, to a degree. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not working with, I'm, I, I try to like just stay away from like political, you know, sides yeah. um, in my in my work. So I'm not doing like any like crazy, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not taking any like political positions in my photography. Yeah. But I, I would like to start doing like more meaningful work. Um, I, I think I do. I do really like like photographers that like capture like more like yeah. You can take pictures of hot girls all all day, or like you yeah. can take pictures of you know like like dope locations and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's like that's cool yeah. and that's yeah, cool but like i you it's know it's like meaning meaningful for like a minute but like yeah like but something like, that's but gonna like, last uh, for a long time so tyler i don't know if you heard of tyler shields he's uh, uh I don't he's like so. a, a big time like celebrity fashion photographer uh big time celebrity photographer like a couple years ago um this is how he got his like start or how he got like not- uh, notoriety notoriety uh <laughs> yeah but um but he's he's done he's done some like really like cool like imagery. He's got like a like a like a black guy in a in a lake hanging a Ku Klux Klan member. Like he's like these like mm. powerful images that are like holy shit. Like yeah, I feel something, you know. Yeah. And it's you know whether that's good or bad. Like you feel something, and I, I feel like uh, you know, and and that's not just like going out with my camera and like you know that's like sitting and thinking about a picture for like a month, two months. Like how am I going to go about creating yeah. this piece? How am I going to tell this story? What story do I want to tell? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's, that's kind of, I, I, I have so much work down the pipeline right now. Um, and, and I'm like in the middle of moving and I just haven't had a lot of time to like focus on that, but I'd like to, I'd like to start doing like more meaningful stuff. So like the, mm-hmm. I, not, not so much a podcast, but like a tutorial slash like, you know, testimonial about, you know, yeah hopefully so, after you yeah, get, get settled get and stuff, settled yeah. and situated, kind of set, yeah. up, set up a space for that. Yeah. It sounds, I mean, it sounds cool. But, uh, yeah. yeah so that's 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 a goal yeah. <laughs> but uh how long we've we been rolling 
uh, we got another twenty minutes, so we got a whole total of like an hour and a half. Nice. So I think it's it's plenty more, if you yeah, want. Yeah, more than one hour. Yeah, yeah, cool. Feel okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, uh, real quick, let's get a recording of um, you saying your websites and stuff. Okay. Let's plug that stuff um, real quick. Yeah. So if you guys want to find any of my work, I am. Uh, I am. I have my own website. I'm on Instagram. Um, so if you search Aiden Demoli, A I D A N Demoli, D E M O L L I, uh, you can find me there. Or you can uh, search uh, Demoli Designs is uh, my business. I'm big on that alliteration. So uh, the double double D's. Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, but yeah. So you, and in my website is www.demolidesigns.com. Cool. But uh, yeah, I got all my. Uh, portfolio and commercial work on there that they can find and then i do a lot of my uh not everything on instagram is on the website so i do a little bit more posting on instagram and uh you can follow my photography adventures i try to like post uh snippets of all my shoots and stuff on my stories and try to keep it fun and interesting yeah your instagram's pretty good <laughs> i watch your stories and stuff so <laughs> yeah I, I don't watch very many but i i watch yours so uh, yeah i appreciate it cool try to right. try to find funny well, funny moments <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you do a pretty good job actually you do a good job of capturing kind of like uh moments in your work you know like it's yeah. like oh <laughs> i mean it seems like it uh, make makes your work seem fun so yeah. yeah cool all right well thanks for coming on no thank you dusty yeah That's it. That's uh, that was Aiden Demoli. Thanks for uh, listening to him. Go check his stuff out. Aiden Demoli on Instagram, demolidesigns.com. Uh, hire him to do some work for you, or if you know somebody that needs some work done, uh, you know, send him his way. Um, uh, again, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, I don't know how the numbers are going to do on this one. I feel like I. Uh, let too much of a time gap go by, but um, hopefully it continues to grow um, at the pace that it was growing. And uh, as always, if you guys have any topics you'd like to hear discussed, or if you'd like to come on the podcast and talk to me about some bullshit, uh, do it. Hit me up on the contact link of my website, dustytunnel.com, tunnel spelled with two L's. Um, Or, you know, maybe that's just how you spell tunnel because you're illiterate and dumb, but Um, I'd still have you on the podcast if that were the case. All right. Love you guys. Bye.